We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On this episode of Drinks with Binks, NFL season might be over, but the grind doesn't stop. We welcome in friend of the show, two-time All-Pro linebacker from the Indianapolis Colts, Darius Leonard. We chat about his new shiny quarterback, Carson Wentz, what it's like to try and tackle Derrick Henry, yikes, and this wrestling fan cuts a promo for us on why NFL free agents should choose Indianapolis. We're sipping on Crown and Coke. This is Drinks with Binks. Welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart-Binks. You know what we are. We're the show that sits and sips with some of the biggest in sports, entertainment, and media. And today's guest, we actually met last year at Super Bowl Media Week, Radio Row. That was just sort of the revolving door of interviews. I'm not even sure if he remembered who I was because he probably had like 10,000 interviews that day, but somehow had us agreed to come back on the show. And while football season might be over, the grind never stops. We are so thrilled to be able to welcome in two-time All-Pro linebacker from the Indianapolis Colts, Darius Leonard. Darius, thanks so much for joining us here today. I didn't sing my Darius Rucker wagon wheel to get in the mood to have you on the show, but I think that you top Darius Rucker and in terms of Darius's. I can agree with that. You know, I, <laughs> you know I'm, a, I'm a competitor. You know, I'm, uh, I think that Darius is, you know, I think I'm the best Darius in the world. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> That's good, yes. And I know you said you're, you're a country guy. You like the song. I was going to tell Fubo to buy the rights of Wagon Wheel ahead of time just in case we decided to break out in song. But you are you, you do like to, to jam along to that, right? Of course. Of course. There's record. Yeah, I, of course I love it, man. That's what I grew up on. You know, the Wagon Wheel, that's, you know, for the country. Love it. He's from Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm from South Carolina. So we're right there. Yep, heading down south. I'm not going to sing the lyrics because I know I'll get in trouble. Okay, let's get back on track. Uh, Darius, so great to see you here today. We know football season, it's the off season for you. Uh, give us an update. Where are you? What's going on? How are you doing today? Oh, first of all, I'm in, you know, I'm in South Carolina, Lakeview, South Carolina. Um, what I'm doing now is just, you know, spending time at high school uh, right now is playoff basketball. So, you know, just being around them. Um, my little niece plays, so I'm watching them and being around baseball. You know, uh, I love that as well. So just make sure I'm staying around the kids, uh, make sure that I show my face um, and just relaxing. Today was actually my first day of, you know, working out of off season. So, 
today, this morning was very tough, you know, but I'll be sore tomorrow. But besides that, you know, everything's been well. Um, you know, my little girl is turning two next month. I got another one coming in June. So oh, wow. I'm looking like forward to it. Exciting times. Yeah. And it, by the way, it looks like you've got quite the gym in your background. Is that, is that a cutout of yourself back there? Yeah, this, this is where I get down at. You know, this, this, when I'm in the shop, this this is where everything goes down at. And I have that I have that fat head of me in it when, you know, when I don't just work out with myself, I work out with, you know, teenagers. And then when I come in here, you know, being from a small school or a small town, I just let them know that, you know, anything is possible. And that, that guy standing on that wall, every time I get, you know, I get tired during the set, I take a look up and I see what where I'm at and I see where I want to become. That's awesome. I can only imagine that that is so inspiring for you, but for these kids as well. And you discussed with us last year about all the work that you've done off the field. We're going to get into that a bit later in the show. Uh, by the way, I think I guess I should have, you know, a, a picture of myself <laughs> holding this drink just to remind myself, keep going on hard days. You know, you can do it. Drinks and binks. Um, what are we, what are we drinking here today? What's your drink of choice? I'm, I'm on crown. I got crown and crown and coat. That, that's my go-to. What are you Love drinking? It. Crown, Crown Royal. Uh, I always drink whatever my guests drink. So um, <laughs> I actually have a little proper 12 in here because they're very nice. They sent us some some of this. So shout out to Conor McGregor. But I uh, love Crown Royal just because it's Canadian. I love everything Canadian, if you haven't noticed in these past 10 seconds of the show. What are we toasting to today, Darius? Just more life. You know, we're 2020 just passing. You know, so many things is going on in life and we're happy to be here. So cheers to more life. Cheers, cheers to more life. Let's go. Okay, excited too. Mm. That's nice. Haven't had a haven't had really like a, a whiskey and coke in a in a hot minute since I was uh, degenerate at the bar. But I'm glad to <laughs> dive back in there with you here today. Um, so Darius, got it. Let's just get this out of the way. Let's get to the exciting news, the off-season news. You guys got a new man at the helm uh, welcoming in Carson Wentz to the Colts. I know you're probably pretty jacked up about it. What was the group text like when you guys found out the news? Um, you know, to to be totally honest, you know, uh, Coach Frank called Kenny and I, and, you know, we sat there on the phone. We talked about it before, you know, just letting us know what, what type of guy he was, you know. Because, um, you know, you always want to know who's coming into the training or the locker room, what type of person he is, what type of man he is, what type of player or type of teammate. So we had a conversation there. Then once, you know, everything, everything went through, you know, we all just reached out to him, you know, just wished him, you know, welcome, welcome to Indy. Let him know that, you know, we're here to help. We're here to, you know, be his teammate, be his brother, and just let him know that we're looking forward to the challenge. Um, we know that nothing is going to be easy. You know, he, I'd like we tell him that, you know, we got to come in. We got to work hard, and we got one ultimate goal. That's to win a Super Bowl, and hopefully we, we can do that. I mean, we believe in him. Um, we hope he can, you know, bring his talents, his leadership, and everything else, and lead his team to the right direction. Yeah, it's very exciting. So take me through that timeline then. Like you were called about, you guys were all called and told. It sort of reminds me like when my mom started dating again and she introduced me and my brother to like the new boyfriend before, you know, we saw him. So it, it, how long was it before you guys, like it, it, the news was broken that he was going to be on the Colts? A day. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was about a day, um, a day before that, um, before he signed. So I was just glad it wasn't like a, a week because I'm not too great at secrets. You know, I don't, I don't like the Same. with big news like that. You know, I, I want to like tell somebody. So I was, I was glad that it was a, it was a quick turnaround. I was able to talk about it, discuss it, and uh, actually have a conversation with him. I'm surprised that you guys were able to keep it so hush hush for that amount of time. I mean, we had to. I mean, you know, everything <laughs> comes into reality. You, you got to, you know. You don't want to risk anything. You don't want to jeopardize anything. So when the coach trusts in you, I mean, that's we got our three pillars, team, trust, and toughness. And, you know, one of the things we talk about is trust, and he got to be able to trust us that we're not going to see anything, and that's what we got to do. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So with this, I mean, you're in a unique situation, Darius. The last time I spoke with you, it was about the fact that – Andrew Luck had retired and you guys didn't have a quarterback yet at the helm. Then we have Phillip Rivers come in. Then we have Carson Wentz come in, which is a unique situation for really any player to have three different quarterbacks in three different years. What's something we, uh, you know, fans, the media couldn't possibly understand and other teams that have had quarterbacks for years and years and years consecutively about what it's like to be in this kind of position? Um, for, for a defensive guy or anybody else on the team, um, you want someone that's going to be a quarterback, you know, for a long time. You know, like you said, we had Andrew first year and you had Jacoby. Now Phillip, well, we had Phillip and now um, Carson's coming on. So, I mean, you just, you got to learn them. You know, everybody was a different, you know what I'm saying? Because Andrew was more quiet, really didn't say too much. And then Jacoby was an outgoing guy. And then you got Phillip, who's a, you know, a competitor, he's funny, stuff like that. So now you got to sit here, okay, how, what, what type of leadership roles did Carson Wentz uh, bring to the table? How would, like, now you got to understand how can you practice against him? Can you talk as much trash as you would to anybody else? It's, it's, now it's just more so how can we mess this thing together? Like, how can we mess his personality with our personalities? And how can we get everybody's minds focused on winning in the Super Bowl? And that's what the hard thing is. I, I command every every quarterback that came in for the past three years for one season and did what they do because it's so hard to be a quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, I sit there, I talk, I talk to Phillip um, a lot this with a lot this season and just realizing what it takes to be a quarterback. You're like, if you ever heard one of their play calls, it's like, you know, two sentences. And, then, you know, that's very tough. And for Phillip to come here and do what he did his uh, first year, and J Jacoby to do what he do, it, I mean, it shows what, what it really takes to be a quarterback and what, like, leadership roles and everything. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's, it's a challenge, and I'm always up for one. It feels like you've probably had to learn a lot more about the quarterback position over the last couple of years because of the amount of questions coming at you. You feel as though you like you, you know more about it because just that's that's the all the questions quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because a lot of times you know you're not even talking about you know linebacker stuff, you're not even talking about the defense. You're talking about you know the opposing the opposing um, side of the ball, and that is offense and. You know, luckily, you know, I, I honestly, I, I don't mind talking about it because, you know, I'm a, I'm a team guy and I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it straight forward. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And, you know, it's just it's just that, you know, when a team needs a quarterback, they're going to have to find someone to talk to about <laughs> what's the question. Because, I mean, everybody got questions. Everybody got a question. I mean, we have questions that we don't even have the answer to. So I know the people, fans, everybody want to know. So they got to be asked. Well, we have lots more questions that we want to ask you, Darius Leonard. When we return after this break on Drinks with Binks, don't go anywhere. We are sipping on a little Crown and Coke. 
Hello, this is Michael Bennett, New York Times bestseller. And guess what? I had drinks with Binks. Oh, it's hot. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Thinks. I'm JSB. We're so thrilled to have two-time All-Pro linebacker from the Colts, Darius Leonard, here with us today, sipping on a little Crown and Coke because it's the off-season, right? You can do what you want. Um, you can do what you want all the time, whatever you That's like, true. folks. And uh, and speaking of during the commercial break, we were talking about the fact that you're always asked about quarterbacks, and it's like people blow kind of past the fact of like, hey, you know, like I'm on the team too. I I have a role. I'm a person. And I remember last year at Super Bowl week, we discussed the maniac. That's your uh, your persona uh, that you adopted from college. And now, how has the maniac evolved this year? Uh, this year, um, you know, just learning the game more. You know, I feel like um, the first couple of weeks, I uh, felt so many teams, you know, um, battling between two or three people just to make the play or they starting off sideline to sideline and then they try to run straight at me and just try to get me tired. Um, so more so just learning the game, learning how teams are trying to attack you, learning how to get off blocks quicker. Um, just, I mean, just stuff like that, just learning the game a whole lot quicker and recognizing the formation, recognizing the play quicker than I did the first two. So then, uh, I mean, this is something none, none of us could do, uh, let alone understand how to do. But what's it like trying to tackle Derrick Henry? Woo! Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's like, okay, I'll put it like this. I'm weighing probably at the time when I face him, I'm probably, I'd say 218. 218, 220. And then you got a 200 and I ain't going to give him nothing lower than 260. It's like a big old freight train just running right at you. You know, it, and then it, the the worst part is when you're fighting off a block, and you and you go to lean, and it's just you and him. And you have absolutely no power, and that's what sucks. Because I mean, he's, he's definitely he's a he's a hard he's a hard guy to bring down. And then the crazy part is like he has speed, he has power, and he have a nasty stiff arm. So you really don't know exactly how to tackle him. So you gotta you gotta get him before he gets going. That's what that's what I try to do. Um, I try to hit him. You know, I try to hit him. My head crosses waistline, try to squeeze his legs and wrap and roll. You know, I'm a, I'm a small, I'm a smaller guy. So I try to use my quickness and size against him. But yeah. it, it's a challenge. That does not sound nice. Sounds like throwing yourself in front of a, like a car where you're like, I don't think this is going to stop it, but I got to try. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, trust me that, that next couple of days, I'm, I'm, I'm very sore, you know, after, after the Tennessee game, just, you know, facing him and hitting him maybe 20 to 30 times a game. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have to watch for that this year. I mean, it looks that way on TV. I just can't even imagine being on the field going up against that. Uh, last year when we chatted, you told me you had 15 goals, which was like great. Cause I can't even remember like 15 things right now. So for you this year, what do you, first of all, do you have, what is your goal number this year? And also, can you tell us one that's, that would surprise us maybe? Um, this year, um, since, this year, since I met two, no, I met three last year, so I took them off the list because I, you know, I was just kind of wanted to continue to get better. So I said I have 11 goals right now, um, and the bad part about that, I only met, I met All Pro, I met, um, I met the uh, Pro Bowl, and that was it. 
I didn't reach 200 tackles. I didn't reach 10 sacks. I didn't have five interceptions. I didn't have five forced fumbles. I didn't win defensive rookie. I mean, player of the year. I didn't win MVP. I didn't win Super Bowl. I didn't win Super Bowl MVP. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, there's there's some pretty big goals. I got a list. Here's all the things I didn't accomplish in 2020. Um, also, a lot of people didn't accomplish anything then. But what? what's then, uh, I mean, like, what's something that you can tell us that would be sort of interesting about what's still left that maybe isn't particularly a number for a game, but for you in life? I want to open up my own parks and recreation in um, here in uh, South Carolina. I want to go back to school and get my master's in parks and recreation administration. And I want to, you know, buy about maybe 60 acres and open up a facility for, you know, kids can come in. Um, it's gonna be like a, a learning facility. And then I'm gonna have like basketball things, football and all type of stuff. Just kind of get, try to make the kids more active in the community and, you know, make sure to just keep them out of the streets. You know, it's crazy now that, you know, with COVID hitting and everything's closing, kids don't have nothing to do. And where I'm from, and it's so crazy that so many people, so many kids are, you know, joining gangs or, you know, selling drugs or doing the wrong thing. So I'm just trying to come back and try to get the kids on the right path and let them know that that's another way out than the street life. You have done a lot with um, mental health awareness, which I, I'm very thankful for. I'm someone who likes to put that out on social media as, as highlighting, trying to normalize mental health awareness. And with Kicking the Stigma, the campaign you're with, what's something that you hope general managers, uh, front office uh, people, owners in the NFL understand and grasp about mental health? I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you asked that because you know a lot of people where every interview I had have not you know asked me that question of what I would want you know the owners and everything to see because during the draft process you know I get asked or a player get asked a thousand questions and not one of them even question you know how's your life how's your mental how do you feel and I feel like that NFL owners really need to understand who they're drafting or who they're bringing into their facility. Because just because, you know, people put a smile on because you got to. I mean, that's where you work at. You're trying to make sure you do all the right things. And I need owners, I need GMs, I need coaches to let the kids, well, let the adults know that it's okay if you're not okay. We are behind you and you don't have to hide anything because a lot of times when it comes down to mental health, and especially in a profession, uh, professional uh, sport, they, it's a fear to say, okay, if I open my mouth, these kids, they're going to say that I'm a liability, um, I'm a distraction to the team, and nine times out of ten, they're probably going to cut me. So I just need G- GMs and everybody to let, the, let, um, let players know that we're with you no matter what. We, we, yes, we love you on the field, but your mental is the most important thing that, that, we, that, is, that we care about. And once we, once we do that, it's fine because it didn't take me until, you know, two years to say something. And I felt like because, especially as a rookie, you don't want to say anything as a rookie. I came in with, you know, my brother Dells. I was, I was injured. I didn't, I couldn't get the playbook as fast as everybody. So my mind was going all over the place. And I didn't feel like I had a voice to say anything. I was so scared to say something. And now I just wish people just come out and let, it, let the players know that they're standing behind them no matter what. Well, it's huge for you to be able to take this this step and to showcase your your own journey and path because, I mean, 
everyone in some form or fashion deals with mental health. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a way of life, right? At this point, just dealing with so many different aspects of it. And we've seen an NBA, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Love, these guys stepping up and it being a real rallying point for so many others to say, Hey, hand up. Yeah. I deal with depression. I deal with anxiety and that's okay. Like we're here to help you with that. That doesn't make you any lesser than, and, and you should be embraced rather than shunned, which is, is sort of that toxic masculinity idea of like you're not allowed to sort of feel that way so i think it's huge what you're doing with kicking the stigma and hopefully you know what you're doing can definitely help so many others and help change the minds of those in power and how they view mental health um we have a whole lot more we want to get to with you on the program guys don't go anywhere we have two-time all pro with the indianapolis colts darius leonard don't go anywhere Hey, I'm Brandi Rhodes, Chief Brand Officer of AEW, and I gulped down drinks with Binks, and uh, I still got a ways to go. Hey, guys, welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB, and we have Darius Leonard here from the Colts, two-time All-Pro linebacker. And last year, he told me that he's a big fan of wrestling. So I thought, well, obviously, we're going to play NFL WrestleMania, <laughs> where... You're going to—I don't know why I just did it that way. I'm going to say uh, a wrestler, but an iconic wrestler, and you're going to tell me who they most resemble in the NFL, whether your teammate or anyone else. Lego. Okay. Ric Flair most resembles who? Ric Flair. Um, I would say just because of the way he dressed, he dressed very flashy. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ty. Ty is a very flashy dresser. You know, he loves wearing Versace, Gucci, and all that stuff. He loves to look good with, when traveling to a plane. Ric Flair loves to look good when he's traveling. So I'm, I'm gonna get out of Ty. Okay, Andre the Giant. Who's that? Larger than life. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell is huge. You know, he's by far one of the biggest human beings that you know I ever seen. Um, I definitely got to give it to him or DeForest Bucker. Both of them are some huge, huge human beings. Okay, final extra bonus round here. Um, I'm Mean Gene Okerlund over here, uh, and you are going to, I'm going to ask you to cut a promo on getting free agents to come to the Colts. So, um, Darius Leonard, let's go. Mike is yours. I'm Darius Leonard, linebacker for Indianapolis Colts, been here for three years, and free agents. If you ever think about coming down to the Indianapolis Colts to be a football player, all you need is hard work, trust, putting the team first, and make sure you work hard. You got to hustle, especially on the defense side of the ball. Don't think you're going to come in and don't run to the ball or to play on the opposite side. You have nothing to do with it. We're a team that runs hard. We're a team that play hard. We're a team that care for each other. It's not about single people accolades. So if you ever think about coming down to the Indianapolis Colts, make sure you leave all of your arrogance and everything where you left it and come on down to the Indianapolis Colts. We'll love to have you. Boom. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo. That was very Ultimate Warrior, maybe. Yes. You, uh, you know, good pitch. Also, we could probably sell that as like a commercial for the Indianapolis Colts. We could, yes. Yeah, it sound like I was about to sell a car or something. So, yeah. I was just going to say real estate agent, something <laughs> like that. But it was very convincing. I, I appreciate that. Okay, that was awesome. Um, we got to take a quick time out. 
We'll be back to hear where we can find out where Darius Leonard is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Drinks with Banks. What's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. Guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and banking here with none other than Darius Leonard from the Indianapolis Colts two-time All-Pro linebacker. Darius, where can we find you next? I mean, you can find me on my social media. Instagram is Mr. Underscore How Flyer. You find me on Facebook, Darius Leonard. And you can find me on Twitter at D-S-L-E-O-N-4-5. And we know that you're also doing a lot with Kicking the Stigma. Is there anything else that you uh, want us to know about any other projects that you're working on? Um, just my foundation. Uh, my foundation, uh, Maniac Foundation, should be um, dropping um, next month, hopefully. So just be on the uh, lookout for that. Um, you know, just, just trying to give back as, as many ways as I can. We really appreciate the time right now, and good luck next season. Cannot wait to see how you guys do. Uh, a new chapter for the Colts. Always an exciting time to see how Indianapolis does with a new man at the helm. But, hey, we're not here talking about quarterbacks. We're here talking about the defense. <laughs> That's where the work gets done. Thank you once again. And guys out there, remember, you can check out all of our episodes, past and present, on our YouTube account at Fubo Sports. Until next time, bottoms up, bitches. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.